We are live from the hideaway. It is an NFL Sunday at the hideaway. Guys, don't wait. People don't know you're here yet. Uh, <laughs> yeah, thanks, guys. Yeah. Uh, Levac, guys. Boston Dan, nice enough to come fill in because guys was uh, was on a train back from New York City because he – we'll find out if he got the Heisman right or not. So Dan's like, dude, I'm in. I'll help out. I'll at least start the show. Yeah. And then what's guys do? Ruins everything. Shows up on time for this his own job. This was my chance. My big break. This is it. It's going to be a demo tape. I was going to send this out to a whole bunch of people. Yep. It's going to put this on the social medias. Oh. He's going to he's going to go right from here to the big time. Yeah. But no, you had this to be on time chance. for your job. Yeah. Way to go. And the worst part is I texted you guys and said, hey, there's a lady in front of me who got on the wrong train. So I'm definitely getting delayed. And then come to find out she got off on the wrong stop. And here I sit, ruining everything on this. I'm Sunday. drinking I'm warm tea and honey this morning. Yeah, clearing <laughs> out the vocal cords. I'm the ready. Whole, the whole ride up with his beautiful family, Boston Dan's, and me, 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 me. La 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 la. Well, my family's used to the me, me, me. So that's, <laughs> that wasn't any different. But this time it was to stretch out the cords, man. It was you were ready. Um, Your no. poor wife is holding her shoulder. Ooh, that is a hot take, Dan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that is a hot take. Yeah, He's by your sports takes. Ah, <laughs> she just ignored him like usual. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, we're live at the Hideaway. Of course, a lot, a lot of, a uh, lot of great NFL action today, and this is a place to watch it. Uh, breakfast is always phenomenal. Brunch is great here at the Hideaway, and um, we'd love if you came and joined us. Of course. Um, we're going to be able to uh, help you out with a great promo code throughout the show because our good friends at DraftKings, promo code 518. Uh, so as, as we get closer and closer to legal mobile wagering here in New York State, DraftKings on board, ready to help out. We'll be able to get that for you. Um, so, guys, tell Dan and I about the Heisman. Did you get it right? He's a big city boy. Yeah. You down there in New York City running around like you're crazy, Pace. Yeah, yeah. Did, right, you so, get, did you get mugged and murdered? Hang on a second. Possibly violated? <laughs> was there a train involved? Yes. <laughs> did you get on the right train? Wink, wink, yeah. nudge, nudge, say no more. Any cabooses? <laughs> there are so many more home-free people taking naps this holiday season. I'll point that out. Home-free. Home-free. Yeah. I like that. That's right. That's good. 2021. Don't offend anybody, right? Home-free. Liberated. That's right. Ooh, yeah, we'll, we'll go with that. So let, let's clarify this, though, for the, the voting, because I, I got this more than any year before about the voting. So the voting is done before the finalists are announced. So because oh, so you didn't even have the person up there. No, 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 I did. But the voting is done before. So I got a lot of people like, oh, we're going to vote for now, guys. Like now you got four. Can- no, no, no. My vote, how they figure out the finalists is that the vote's already figured out. And the top four vote getters, it used to be a random number, three to between three and six. Those four get to go now. Uh, and I can't vote on who I think is going to win. Like that's a big thing in sports compared to like elections. Think about it like an election, right? What candidate do you believe should have the job? So, my vote was this this year. Bryce Young won, Aiden Hutchinson two, and Kenny Pickett three. Which, for just the was second time, yeah, yeah, right? For just the second time in the seven years I've voted, my individual ballot also matched the ballot of the top three of the Heisman Trophy finish. So, that just by chance, that's actually what happened this year. And I believe... All three guys oh, deserve the first on. and second and third place vote. Levant guys live from the Hideaway. You can watch us live on the uh, Techies Fire and Water Restoration Facebook page, the Hideaway Facebook page, Godzilla YouTube. All, like, at least the last month and a half, all guys have said Aiden Hutchinson should win the Heisman. Aiden, the big fella from Michigan, he should win the Heisman. He should win. But you didn't vote him number one? Big deuce. Why did you? Why How are you, you put Bryce Young ahead of him? So here's what I did with Bryce Young. So going into the week, and our guy Trout would actually like this. Two weeks ago, C.J. Stroud, going into that Michigan-Ohio State game, was the number one guy on the board. If he had beaten Ohio State, had beaten Michigan, and he had outplayed Hutchinson, 
he likely could have won the Heisman Trophy. Instead, Hutchinson has an all-time great game against Ohio State. Hutchinson plays MVP status in the Big Ten game. Young, here's the thing with Young. Hutchinson probably would have won the Heisman if Bryce Young does not have a 97-yard drive on the road against their rival, comes from behind and beats Auburn, and then goes out in the SEC title game and has 280 passing yards in the first half against Georgia. So he had two monster games to close it out at the end. But how do you say Hutchinson falls from one, or sorry, Stroud falls from one, because Hutchinson played so well and and Stroud did not, but Hutchinson only gets to two. Right. What did Hutchinson have to do to get to one? So what? Be a quarterback? <laughs> is that what it is? Is that bias? Yeah. No, right. no, no, no. So no. you're skill, biased. Skill so, positions get so, it. So yeah. Right? So you're so you're positionally racist. So what I would say I about it. the Hutchinson compared to Young status is this: you're a positionist. <laughs> Hutchinson's biggest games were against his biggest opponents, just like Bryce Young, which is awesome. The problem with Young versus Hutchinson is that Hutchinson across the season was not as consistent as Young was. Like you go back to the game against Miami, he tore it up. You go against the SEC competition, he tore it up. Somebody could argue, and I know I got a lot of pushback on this, that Young's teammate, Will Anderson, actually has better stats than Hutchinson, which stats can't be the end-all, be-all, but that's a situation that Young was better from literally week one to conference championship week, while Hutchinson was really, really good, but just not as good as Point, point of order. Um, guys, you played uh, you, defensive line in high school? Yes. And then offensive line in college? Yep. Well, stuck in that freshman year on the D-line. So is it fair to say that a defensive lineman can change and impact a game without having any stats? Yes. So is it fair to say that potentially Hutchinson did that all season long, and then because uh, a lot of the Heisman voters are box box score readers, he got robbed? Uh, I will not go as far as robbed. but Because you robbed him. <laughs> because you stole from the man. Right. Wait a second. You stole hang from on, the man. Hang on. Hang on. got to be a skill position guy. You, you stole right. from the man. You stole from the man. I will say this about Hayden Hutchinson. Some people. Uh, Guys thought to himself, I want, I want to see him in the uh, Heisman House commercials, not Hutchinson. Yeah. Rob on Instagram gave me heat. Kyle on Twitter gave me heat. You at least give me credit out of the gates that there are some Heisman voters who were not even, did not oh, even no, have care. Hutchinson on the radar before the Ohio State game. You and I were sitting right back here two weeks ago, and I leaned over to you and said, hey, I think uh, Hutch- I think Hutchinson has a yeah, chance please to don't win cover the Heisman. Yeah, right, can't do that part. <laughs> I think Hutchinson has a chance to win the Heisman. And you kind of looked at me like, I mean, there's other guys out there, guys. I know Hutchinson's good, but I, like, I, 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 and then all of a sudden he had the big game. And, this and, is, and, and here's, and here's, and here's the where, problem. Here's, here's the problem. The problem. Yep. I never was going to put any faith behind him because, look, I've seen it happen where the non-offensive player wins it. Wood, Charles Woodson. Right. Yeah. I wasn't going to think it would happen again. You got me thinking it. You had a chance to impact it and potentially give him your vote. So all you did was was Lucy Charlie Brown football me. Oh, here, kick this Heisman through the uprights, buddy, and then whoop, and here I am sitting on my ass like a big round-headed moron. What, Thanks for nothing. Listen, was the last defensive player to win it, right? What's last yeah. non-skill position? Non, player? not yeah, non non-predominantly non offensive player to win right. it. Hutchinson is the first defensive God, player sucks. I have ever put on my ballot. That's a good enough compliment, right? I didn't no, have Chase Young. No. I didn't have Jabril no, Peppers. It's not an I mean, honor just to be invited. It's they, an honor to win. They all said it was an honor to be invited, just like the All you've done Oscar is nominees. brag about Aiden Hodgson. Even last night, we're getting text messages. I literally was about to write back, please keep your pants on so you don't get kicked out. You were so excited to see him. And now, and you didn't even vote for him. And you know what? Let's add to the Hutchinson story because I'm a fan of him. And this is what happened this year. They roped off. You usually have one-on-one interviews with them. 
they roped it off like it was kind of like you're waiting to get on a ride in an amusement park. You're just kind of like standing behind the rope. But nobody was at Ron Hutchinson. There was like five people consistently for five minutes around right, him. Because they're all box score reading morons. So I got to talk to Hutchinson, barely. And here's what happened. Some kid right next to me, this was like 30 seconds left to go on the one-on-ones. He goes, hey, uh, Aiden, if you win tonight, where's the party at? I just wanted to see what Hutchinson was going to do. He goes, uh, I wish I could go out tonight. I have a 6 a.m. flight tomorrow, so I unfortunately can't go out and party. Like, you know, standard answer. I go, I look right at him dead in the eyes. I go, this is the city that doesn't sleep. Everybody around me starts cracking up. He goes, oh, man, I wish. <laughs> like, you could see, like, for, like, 10 minutes, he was just, like, boxed in. Like, he knew his answers. He was polished. He knew. And then finally somebody said that. And he, like, opened up. I felt like, I felt like he was a Gronkowski all of a sudden. He's like, oh, man, let me out. Please, please let me party. I'm you like this for the next four months. You know what? It's, it's Sunday. I'm going to do a quick prayer. Dear God and baby Jesus, please let Aiden Hutchinson end up on the Saints, the Falcons, any team. No, 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 no. Any team where he can torment Gaza's beloved Buccaneers. <laughs> no. At least twice a year. No. I know he's not going to get to my my beloved Raiders. Please let him be the the, the guy that that ends the Buccaneers run. Please let him be the guy because that's what that's what God deserves. Amen. I don't support that prayer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can't fluff a guy up all that time and then not vote for him. That's, Second place is pretty what's, good. What's your parents' neighbor's name? I'm gonna call him and Hank? vote. Yeah, Hank. I want his vote removed. I want Gaza's vote stricken from the record. Stricken. <laughs> stricken. Stricken. We're back, guys. Boston Dan with us here at the Hideaway. Boston Danielle is here feeding Boston Connor. Um, <laughs> that's the first time I've noticed the, 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 the your son looks like you while yeah. he's while he's eating an entire piece of bread that's bigger than his head. Yep. And every time your wife tries to pull it away from me, he's like, Nah. Yeah, that's. <laughs> <laughs> nah, the, the Ted Kennedy accent comes out. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Heisman was what was the biggest difference in the uh, COVID uh, America for you when you were actually covering the Heisman and everything? I night? would say the biggest development in players because now everybody's got agents. Everybody's got agents now, so they they know how to handle the press. They know how to give you the big answers and everything else. And that's a, that's exciting as you're a media member because you're going to get good answers out of everybody. But it's it feels wow. different. What what happened? Uh-oh. Wow. Oh boy. I just broke up on my, my realtor. Cindy Martin. Go Chiefs. Sorry, LeVac. Go Chiefs. Listen, Cindy Martin, uh, I'm gonna talk about her as a, as an amazing realtor in a second. I can't do it right now because right now she's just broken my heart. She's just she's just broken my heart. Go Chiefs. <laughs> How dare you? That's How a dare huge you? slide in that game. We'll get to that later. But yeah, I mean it's it's I mean it probably should be, but I got an issue with this, sir. Listen, all, all the Raiders had to do to make the Chiefs good again was, like, our coach quit, our wide receiver do something horrendous. I wouldn't say your coach quit. Got kind of he did. He quit. he quit. He quit. He, he stepped down. He stepped down. He got pushed out the door. He stepped down. He could have held on. He could have fought. But that would have made it bad for the team. Right. He's a man. I'm sorry. Listen, you tell you what. Anybody who wants to criticize Gruden, let me see your emails. Let me see all your emails. Everybody, Gruden's come on. A great guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, guys, real quick. Yes. Uh, on the Heisman topic. Yes. Did you see a difference last night with the NIL? Was that included at all? Did you see anybody wearing any gear? Was there any difference in, in the Heisman process or in the interviews? Because now they have some contracts and some money. That, Dan, it's almost as if you looked at my phone. I was I about to say that <laughs> because – my that, eyes are not that good, actually. <laughs> that is the biggest difference because there is a media member, and I finally figured out this guy's name, and I despise this man. There what is nobody. What did Godley do to you? <laughs> he was number he one. Does. He was number one. Godley was the one of the one of the media members that could not stand, and that guy from Baltimore, who I'm forgetting his name off the top of my head right now. 
We only talk Baltimore sports. That crazy oh, mad. I thought you say Bobby Trossett. No, I like Bobby Trossett. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> this guy's like nasty na- nerd. Yeah, something, yeah, yeah. What his name is. This guy's name is Lloyd Carroll. Okay. Lloyd he works Carroll. for the Queens Chronicle. So if you can find this horrible person, I want you to leave him a message and tell him I despise him. This guy shows up, sweatpants, a jacket that's got to be 25 years old, shoes that he must have just pulled out, and he's got a Target bag over his shoulder. Target bag. Not a briefcase, not a laptop, a, a bag. What, what is it? Okay, so every year. This God's hate told Oh, my so, God. Yeah, this right. Lloyd Carroll right. character. It goes back to what Dan just said. First year I go, this is McCaffrey, Henry, and Watson. One-on-one start. This Carroll guy runs right at Christian McCaffrey, sits right down next to him like we are this close. Sticks the mic in his face. Do you think college athletes should be paid? Out of the gates. Yeah. Not how's the Rose Bowl? What's it like being? Should college athletes be paid? And I'm like, <laughs> I mean, we're coming out of the gates with that, huh? Come on, swinging. Three years Might ago. Might only get one question. Tua. Kyler Murray, Dwayne Haskins. Opening question of the press conference to Kyler Murray. Do you think college athletes should be paid? Now, this is when Murray's not going to the NFL. People think he's going to take the baseball money at this point. Right. And Kyler Murray says no comment. Out of the gates, right. no comment. I'm like, all right. Lloyd Carroll gets the mic today. Well, boys, I've been covering the Heisman for a long time. No one cares, Lloyd. Nobody cares. <laughs> like Dr. Rick, right? Uh, what do you guys make of it now? The NIL is a thing. The best answers of the night. Everybody laid out who their agent is, what the representatives, how it made them a better player, how they're doing these brands. And I'm like, okay, now it's like you asked, Dan. This Heisman stage became a new platform for all these guys to shout out their trainer, their conditioner, right. what they eat, what they take. And I'm like, that was probably the best answers of the whole night because they know how to get that one right. So that right. is definitely a change. All these guys feel far more like pros in college guys. <laughs> I love Bryce Young was like, I love that we're getting paid because that way I don't have to go to some crappy team if I get drafted next year. <laughs> That's right. If it looks like a crap, crap organization is going to be the number one overall pick, but I, can, I can make just as money state of Bama. Screw you guys. Where's my COVID exemption? I want to play two more years. Were there restrictions on what they could wear or do or say or bring? Did you notice? No G-strings. No. I think there was really no restrictions on any of that stuff. Could Bryce Young be sitting there in like a Gatorade t-shirt? Like, was that? (laughs) I think they wanted him to dress up when they went to the event, but he did have some, I'm sure, like, whatever. He had a huge piece of jewelry on. I'm sure whatever sponsor that was, he was rocking that. So it's like the NBA draft now. Yeah, he didn't have dress shoes on. He had some type of, like, really cool stylish thing he was wearing. So, yeah, he definitely kind of bended the rules of what we usually saw with all that stuff of what was able to be promoted by those guys and this is like bryce young like you just said levac he's making a million dollars this year already as the alabama quarterback and people were giving him grief on twitter because the quote came out everyone's doubted me they said i was too small they said i was too skinny and then people started writing oh yeah the five-star number one quarterback recruit in the country who started as a freshman at Alabama from Matterday High School has always been doubted his whole life. <laughs> like, yeah, well, man, so you really had it tough. <laughs> well, that's what they went to. They interviewed his parents. Uh, LeVette guys live from the highway. Boston Dan uh, came in to, to save the day, and then guys shows up on time, drama queen. Um, <laughs> and they go to his parents. They're like, well, you're motivational speakers. Like, you you know, you have the po- positive thoughts. And like, what was it like? And the dad goes, well, it helps to be really good, <laughs> like, which he is. Uh, no. I, I think that I think you're seeing that is now being used to help him when he gets to the pros. That's because if I'm an agent, I'm starting that narrative right now. The narrative of go ahead and doubt my guy because he's too small, because then it's already out and open when I'm trying to make him the number one overall pick next year to where if somebody doesn't draft him. It's like, oh, would you have skipped Kyler Murray? Not that Bryce Young can run like Kyler Murray can or that, but you start that narrative now. 
you debunk it as you go so that if your team doesn't draft him number one overall, your fan base revolts. So yep. it's it's yeah. that's just that's just spin doctor one one. And Dave, I just want to clarify this too because this is a big mess when it comes to clarification of how old players are. Like you could see a player listed as a freshman who's actually a junior. It's it's just bizarre because of eligibility and red shirts and everything else in COVID. He is being talked about as being a sophomore. So more than likely he will be in the 2023 NFL draft. Right. If if right. if he wants to. Yep. If right. he wants to take a pay cut. He'll go. He'll, he'll Assuming the Lions aren't picking number one again, right? Right. Yeah. right. Yeah, if you see the heir apparent to Jared Goff and his little hands, he can he can go ahead and get in there. You know, we brought her up, so I will talk about. It. Even though she likes a terrible football team, she knows her stuff when it comes to real team. That's our good friend Cindy Martin, part of the Jen Karam team at Howard Hanna. She is all about having her people taken care of the right way. There's an extremely low inventory out there, and this time of year, whether it be in the holidays. If people are willing to go out in the cold snow and all that, they're serious buyers. So if you've been thinking about selling your home, this is the time to do it. Cynthia Martin at HowardHanna.com. Cynthia Martin, HowardHanna.com. That's the email, 518-932-5558. 518-932-5558 is her cell phone, and she will help you get the best experience and price for your home when you when you sell it. And don't don't forget she works with the greatest group of professionals, mortgage professionals, inspectors, local attorneys to make sure that you're taking great care of member of the leading RE where they uh, local, but they're global as well. Help you in this market, help you in other market. Cindy Martin. Great with local sports. Love it. She's a big empire fan, big empire NFL. Cindy, you know, look chiefs, I expect more from you, Cindy. I, I do. I, I love you too much. 518-932-5558. Cindy Martin from Howard Hanna. She's going to help you sell your home and get the best for it. LeVac guys live at the hideaway. And um, Heisman Night 2021 has come and gone. Who are you on for next year? <laughs> Us three right here. Me, you, and Dan is my top three right now. It's almost as a, much of a wasted vote as you said the was going to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, Jerk! Can't believe you can't believe you did that. Did you you got to imagine CJ Stroud will take a step forward, right? Bryce Young coming back. Yeah, I don't know. know. CJ Stroud's gonna be okay. It looks like Michigan's starting to catch their uh, catch a little momentum. Here we come. I think it'll be a little easier next year because I do it like that. That if I have a candidate I'm considering, I will keep them at the top. But every year it seems like someone comes. I was gonna say every every year it seems like someone comes out of the blue. Bryce Young was probably a preseason favorite all the way across, but Hutchinson at the end came up. Kenny Pickett at the end, so. It'll be fun to follow that again next year for sure. Well, it's weird though because I was even seeing on like the freezing cold takes and all that. Like, which quarterback do you want this year? It was like Spencer Rattler, this one, this one. None of the ones who were listed, none of the ones who actually had an impact on this season, or at least a positive impact on the season, I should say. So we may not even know who it is. I mean, Spencer Rattler Rattler fell apart this year. Well, and that's what the expectation was in August. And he's going to transfer now. Can you imagine? Like, if he if he transfers and he ends up at USC. You know, with with Lincoln Riley, does that does just Lincoln say, Riley want him? I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, what does that tell you if that happens? Like, is it that it was just a bad year that something else was wrong? I mean, they just got that that top recruit as well out of Southern California right. to flip from Oklahoma to USC. I, I think Lincoln Riley probably doesn't even want to make that move. Yeah, the thing with Rattler is he's hyped up as a superstar can't miss prospect. The problem is he's never been good at college. Like this, I think COVID and this goes for every sport from baseball, to football, to basketball. We've had this weird scenario where these high rated recruits, another one guys is a Ewers kid from Ohio state who skipped his senior year at high school 
two in a row early at Ohio State, but he didn't play football for one year. Then you've got the COVID year before that, so you've got technically some football. But Trey Lance is an example of this. You've got some guys you're trying to evaluate with what? Less than 10 games in two years? Yeah. So maybe Rattler falls in that category of he had to follow Baker, Kyler Murray, Jalen Hurts, and he's just not as good as any of those guys. And maybe he finally got exposed. I don't know if he's going to go to USC because, like, like Dan just said, you've got the big time. Pro- I believe his name is Malachi Nelson, yeah. who's that big time prospect that he might be like, no, nah, I'm good. You can just go right. play somewhere else. <laughs> so, you imagine that, though. Could it go from the number one pick projected to leaving the college? Is and it, it's not just a bad, it is an epic historic failure. What have we, what have we seen did. a bust like that in college? I don't think I can't think of one. Oof. I can't. I mean, you've, you've seen the guys go from college, the Ryan Leafs, the Jamarcus Russells. Yeah. What has somebody in college gone from? surefire thing to gone or uh, and, out of the program in a year and the biggest thing is not injured right because you got a guy like remember marcus Lattimore, right. remember uh matt barkley who we've interviewed before levac there's been guys who have had that fall because they got hurt you never got hurt right never got hurt well it's uh it is going to be something I'm, I'm also curious to see who uh the raiders draft because i i just have a feeling everything's about to change in Vegas. Um, all right. Levac guys live from the hideaway. You got here in a very speedy nature, my friend. I did. I got here because of the great people at Mohawk Honda. Right now, this month, December, you can take advantage of great programs going on, like the pilot program that I now know because there's a good chance 2022 pilot coming old Gazi Bears away. Cannot wait to work with Cam McKenna, Greg Johnson, the staff over there. Get myself into a, a new vehicle. He has to get a new vehicle. I guess. <laughs> To get myself into a new ride. Looking forward to that. Levesque. I also brush my hair. You can start doing that. No. <laughs> <laughs> that New York City stench right up there. And there's like rats somewhere. High def. Is there something in there? Monday, just Danielle We'll just make sure that you get to eat upwind from God. Don't worry. <laughs> I love how concerned Danielle was for the child. Is there an animal in the house? Please protect my child. Monday, December 20th. Levac, our last. Like, I'll stay bald. <laughs> I'm good. Our last 2021 live show will be at Mohawk Honda from 4 to 6. Ooh. Looking forward to hanging out with everybody over there. Come by, say hello. Again, Monday, December 20th, 4 to 6. And it is the 12 days of giving going on right now at Mohawk Honda. For more information on how you can help your favorite charity this holiday season, head over to Mohawk Honda's Facebook page, nominate a charity. Make sure you get on the radar with some of the great people there donating all holiday season long. 12 days of giving happening right now at Mohawk Honda. Check it out for more information on Mohawk Honda's Facebook page. Live at the hideaway yesterday, the uh, the the staple of, of American sportsmanship, the Army-Navy game. I sit down. I'm happy. I've got – I made a big old thing of iced tea. I had a bunch of ice in my cup just so I was going to pour as I go and just chill and watch the whole thing. My cable went out. No! Like three minutes before kickoff. Like, I get to see the, like, I saw, um, you know, I got to watch all of, of game day, some of the some of the stuff earlier, some of the FCS action, and then all of a sudden, boom, I'm like, what the F? What, why? What? So I'm trying to watch on my phone. Uh, it was it was the thing. 17-13, Navy beats Army. I I looked at this game, and I thought to, I thought to myself, like, this is the first time this game goes over in forever. Number super low. Not even hearing the other voice in the back of my head going, they're begging you to bet the over. Yeah. They're begging you to bet the over. Uh, did not go over, but Navy Navy gets the win. 16 consecutive years now. The under is hitting that game. <laughs> yeah. 16 yeah. consecutive years. That is incredible to think about. Uh, our pal Jesse McWilliam from Spectrum News is there covering the game live in person. Shout out to Jesse, man, getting to do that really cool bucket list thing to see Army Navy in person. There should have been another score in that game. Yes. That that last Army drive was a fa- one of the most egregious face masks I've ever seen. 
And not only was it not called, nobody talked about it. Right. The announcers didn't talk. No about replays it. barely on it yeah. either. Yeah, that would have got like, my over. I was like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> That's right. But I mean, how that game ends without him. I, I understand. Let him play. I get that. The dude's helmet right. was ripped off. Right. I mean, like it wasn't like he kind of, you know, the old five-yard face mask versus the 15. Right. No, no, no. He wrenched, <laughs> pulled. I mean, uh, that was a – they got hosed. Yeah, I feel for it, especially in a rivalry game, too. You're going to look back and see there's another play in the second quarter where there's double personal foul calls. It's because the defender wouldn't let go of the ankle of one of the players. Like you had Ken Shamrock, Kurt Angle, like hold, yeah. and he was waiting for the tap. And the <laughs> guy stomped. Nice, yeah. reference. nice yeah. reference. And the guy stomped on him, and they threw two plays. It's like, what do you want me to do? And also, when he stomped on him, he cramped. So it looked as if he, like, I don't know if he did a fake soccer flop or he just really cramped because it was cold, but. That was a big part of the game, too, in that Army-Navy game. Uh, is that the best rivalry in college football, Levesque? I feel like we've had this conversation before, especially now that it has an isolated weekend. Maybe the better question is the bucket list game you both want to attend. Where I'm does still, it rank? We still both Michigan, Ohio State for okay. both the answers to that, that yeah, question. I, I think it's it's become part of Americana. So maybe not like, you know, if we're talking it on the levels of college football, probably not. Uh, but... If we're talking like what's what's America? There's the Super Bowl. There's the Army yeah. Navy game. There's Daytona 500. There's there's things throughout the year that are just America to me. And this is this is one of those. This is a great event that is just covered in history. It, tra- it transcends football, right? It does. And, and it has to too because like your average college football fan goes to that game. They are not gonna like what they see, right? Right. Okay. Like, like it's gonna. <laughs> it, it looks a lot like Buffalo versus New England right. in in Gus Gale Force wins. Like it, it's definitely a, you've got to go for the experience, and it is like it's it's a throwback to the way the game had been played, and maybe that's why they allowed him to rip his head off. Maybe that's maybe that's what it was. But no, I, I would. I, we were supposed to go our last year in Terrestrial Radio. We were supposed to go. Yeah, our guys from Tampa go every year. Yeah, Aaron and, Jacobson and uh, his co-host um, Pat Donovan. That's right. Those guys go every year and rock Mamula. We had everything set up, and then COVID. the world stopped. Yeah, right. stupid world. I would say that is now somewhere like LeBron James played in person was one and still is one for me on a bucket list. But Army Navy is now too. My, my, I think I've told you the story before, maybe not for our podcast audience, but a bunch of my buddies from back home went seven years ago. And it was like, like it is now right around Christmas time. They all dressed up as Santa Claus, all four of them. And they got, let's say, overserved before the game. I don't believe it. And they got down to the front row. And they wanted to hang out with Vern Lundquist, the legendary broadcaster. I'm sure has had a few drinks in his day. So they get down to the front row and they start chanting, we want Vern. We want... And the CBS camera comes back from commercial and it's zoomed on all four of them. And they're just like, wait, it's the holidays. And like Vern Lundquist is talking. It's those four <laughs> drunken idiots. I'm like, oh, that could have been me out there. It could have been five drunken idiots. <laughs> on national television, dressed as Santa Claus, embarrassing my family. That could have been me out there, Dad. But I feel like your dad would, would only be mad if you didn't get on camera. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing your That's dad right. the way I know TG, too. I feel like he would have been like, so you uh, you put all that effort in and you didn't get on camera? Loser. It's a loss. Yeah. <laughs> America lost because of you, Tommy your, boy. Your sister's now my favorite son and daughter. <laughs> how dare you? By the way, how is your sister? She's doing well. She's, <laughs> she's not single. We're back. What? I mean, I mean, I don't know what you're... I don't... <laughs> Uh, is this one of your friends? Yeah, Desmond? hey, look at that. Yes, he was one of the four Vern. Santa Clauses. There, there he is. is. We want Vern. Um, Corey, Corey Greenwich says he thinks you're growing some gray hairs. How can you see any hair in that thing? It looks like he brushed his hair with a pack of look firecrackers. That, Corey. <laughs> I want you to come to the highway, Corey, and see this hair. I'll let you touch it. Corey. I don't want you. Don't I don't. Now he's, now he's like, he's like 
running red lights. Now that he knows he gets to touch your hair, he's all in. Can he take a little bit? Oh, can of keep, yeah. Can you keep a lock? Yeah, that, yeah. That'll cost you. He'll <laughs> trade you. He'll trade you in fresh hamburger meat <laughs> from from the cow named after you. I want actual money, Corey. <laughs> that beef. That beef is money. That's what. That's what. Come on. By the way, Army is played in the Armed Forces Bowl. It's a good way to promote the Levac and Gaz Very Bully Bull Mania Bowl Challenge, which you can I sign up for right now. Links are available on our social media platforms and GazaLimedia.com. Very Bully Challenge. You can pick on Army in that game of the military. Oh, the Armed Forces Bowl. Man, that is confusing. There's an yeah. Armed Forces Bowl and a military bowl? Yes. And we know Army is in one of them. There's a I cheese it bowl, right. and this is what got you confused? <laughs> I, would like, I would like a cheese it bowl. Right, I'm saying like I'm just hungry when I hear about that one. Then, Chad, do you guys have cheeses? That... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's also he's got a youngster too. He probably does have cheeses somewhere. Yeah. They might he might have to vacuum them up for you, but they're there. Um, There's a mayo bowl if you need a backup plan. There is the Duke's that's mayo Duke's bowl. Mayo bowl. That's, right. that's, that's good. Um, okay, I'm just gonna put this one on the screen so you can see what Corey's answer was to touching your hair. Um, Gur cat purring, lol. Oh, God, security, security. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're a tease now. You, you, you told him, you told him he could, and now you're telling him he can't. I'm uncomfy. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Dan, what's his headphones off? Yeah, yeah, so. This is been fun, guys. <laughs> I mean, it is, it is, it is, uh, <laughs> Godzilla Media Bowl. Oh, I'm no. trying, I'm trying. Barstool's got a bowl. I'm not as close to that happening, but can we, slowly but steady. Can we do like the South Colony, North Colony, guys. Yes. You know what? That. I said this. I said this to you the other day. Like I said, a section two for all the teams that don't make the playoffs. There used to be like a, a crossover week. They would call it. That's what I would let, rather do. I'd rather get like a high school bowl. You and I could have like our faces on the trophy, like, you know, battling right there. Yeah. Levac, you do the laughing Levac and Gaz Bowl. It'd be great. We could coach the teams. I. I. Look at that. The guy's little media champion. He can't, he barely has a tablecloth. Now you want him to get a, a championship trophy? <laughs> he allegedly has a championship belt for the fantasy football league, but That's he didn't right. bring it with him. So I don't think it really exists. It's there. Listen, I find I had to set up the, the bowl pick him challenge. You can't, you, you want this guy to do it? Like, I didn't want to associate with that four letter word, but it actually did we, a nice job with We the bowl worked challenge. for them locally, we didn't work for them nationally. <laughs> The national guys are still nice to us. I went through the bowl challenges well, for other sites. Actually, the local right. guys are still nice to me, too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just some guy who did a two-podcast series on how bad they suck. They obviously don't like him. For no, 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 no. That's weird. not what that was. <laughs> right, right. Guys just crosses out ESPN, huh? All right. <laughs> yeah, Look at that. Um, <laughs> this is, this is, uh, is going to be one, man. This is going to be the, the back in Gospel. I'm. I'm just glad you don't have me playing in it. I thought for sure that was what we were going to rematch against the uh, the campus police well, over at U Albany. We did have a conversation with those guys this past weekend, so who knows? Maybe that's further coming back than I realized. That's possible. I felt like I was just beaten up when we played in that game a few years ago, though. I felt like I played both. You ways. were beaten up, but dude blew out his ACL and you ripped the football from his like dying hands. Nice, wasn't touched. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't touched. It was. It was it was one of the darkest moments in the history of Levac and Gaz. This guy is like, I think I blew my ACL. Guys is like, here, let me hold that football for you. <laughs> Six. <laughs> Actually, does anybody who played that game still work where we used to work? Oh, that's a sad fact. I think none of them. None of them. Our entire roster has been depleted. I think they're all like Godzilla Media now. Almost all. Wow. I think there's only one. <laughs> there's only one player. Uh, Joey's the only player left. 
And he's barely over there. I mean, Man, oh, no, that's a wild there. stat. <laughs> you know, it's also a wild stat. Amanda Nunes lost last night. Dude, what the hell happened? I am so mad at myself for that one because I it was Juliana Pena was like the Venezuelan like Vixen eight, eight nine hundred to one. And I was like, ah, I like her attitude. I'm gonna throw twenty bucks on her just for the hell of it. I never got around to it. I kind of like told my I was like, ah, why am I gonna throw away twenty bucks? She's gonna get smoked. Sure enough, she she choked her. She she actually beat her up. She beat her up. Like there was this point early where like it looked like Nunez was just gonna pepper her. Also, she starts landing jabs, and you see Nunez like, wait a minute, what's this? This is most this isn't in the script. What's going on here? What? <laughs> Hold on. No, 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 no. Next thing you know, she's choking her out. It's over. I. And it, like, my favorite part of it is Peña looks at the ref, and you can see her say something to the ref, and then go, okay, like like it was like one of those moments where she she said later when she said she goes, did she really tap? This fight's supposed to go on a lot longer. <laughs> and no, she tapped. She's like, yeah, like I won. Like oh my god. Uh, blew my mind. Blew my mind. New Year's is going to take that belt right back, though. See, we got a real rivalry now in the women's fight game, and that's kind of why I wanted to discuss it because it's this is almost, when you think about it, been in the making for years. So for those who aren't familiar with Juliana Pena, I've only watched one season of the Ultimate Fighter. I only picked one to watch. And the one I watched was the season when it was Ronda Rousey versus Misha Tate. It was the first time they had female okay. coaches. Right. And I thought, you know what? The reason I want to watch this season is I know the people they're going to have on this season it's going to feel like the original Ultimate Fighter, where those names on that Ultimate Fighter became the brand names for the early part of the UFC. They, said, lost, they, they lost the UFC, right? Basically. So I'm like, you know what? This is the season to watch because you're going to have people in this in this Ultimate Fighter that you're going to remember forever. So Shayna Baszler was one of the biggest names, who's now in the WWE. She, she is was, an unattractive woman. And like, but like, I wouldn't but, say uh, that to her. She's no, scary. but I think she does it on purpose too. Yeah. Like the makeup she does, it yeah. looks she like it sinks her eyes in more and stuff. And like, look, I am unattractive, but there's no helping me. I feel like she's unattractive on purpose. Yes, and on that season, it's the first person, guy or girl, whoever watched and said that's a pro wrestler. She did the like the Queen of Spades gimmick when she was the whole thing. I'm like, that's a pro wrestler. Right. And sure enough, she ended up doing it. But Raquel Pennington, who people might know, uh, and Juliana Pena. Well, remember when yeah. before the change when uh, Raquel was a quarterback with Chad Pennington? Was that? <laughs> I don't, no, don't think not that's the same, the same one. one. I just, I was just curious. I didn't know if that wow. was but, what. But Juliana wow. Pena, Juliana, you can be anything you want, guys and Dan. <laughs> she, they, there was an argument <laughs> on the whole season that the show was rigged for her, that they always gave her easy opponents, that they just basically made the ultimate fighter to hype up Juliana Pena, and that's why Ronda Rousey and Misha Tate always fought was because. They said it's Juliana Pena and everybody else. Now, that's about at least seven years old, that ultimate fighter. What happened was Pena was like the chosen one, and she blew out her knee. Oh. She had another huge injury. She got beat by somebody. So she was supposed to be, I guess for an easy example today, like the next Bryce Young, right? Five-star high school recruit, plays as a freshman or plays as a sophomore. This is going to be the one. And she never lived up to the hype. And then finally, like over the last 24 months, it's like, Hey, what happened to that girl from the Ultimate Fighter who was good like six years ago? And sure enough, she beats Nunez. So that's why that story is really cool. That that's, She really was an underdog after being the, the one for so long. But it is also funny. Like, one of the people she lost to was Shevchenko. Right. Like, but UFC needs nobody this beats too. Yes, yes. UFC and that's needs, it. Uh, whether, whether it's women's or men's, they have struggled since Rousey and McGregor, since the heyday, uh, you know, They've tried passing that torch, and I don't think they've done it. But it, is, it, it was it was odd to me. Like I'm, I love good sportsmanship and all that other stuff. And by the way, the final battle, the final final battle for Ring of Honor was on. So I love good sportsmanship. Don't don't get me wrong. But 
Like, Nunez loses decidedly. Like, he, he, the first, like, 30 seconds was, was probably all she wanted that fight. Lost to Silent. Hey, how do you feel? Ah, she fought a good fight. Like, she's just had, she's like, oh. I was, it was heavy carrying two belts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, she's like, take that damn thing. I don't want to go back to this weight ever again. Like, it was, it felt, it was almost too good, good sportsmanship. It was weird. And like Dan just said, like, when Ronda Rousey was dominant, her dominance made her money. Right. Nunez is more dominant than Ronda Rousey, but it almost as if that people needed that storyline to attach they to her. And they needed, they needed an edge. Rousey had an edge to yeah. her. Also something we hadn't seen before, which now... It's going to be difficult for the UFC to duplicate because we've seen it, uh, but they needed a storyline. They haven't had that, you know, well, the last four or five years. Nunez is is a phenomenal fighter, but she doesn't have any pro wrestler. But Ronda Rousey was a phenomenal fighter who did have pro wrestling. And plus, there was something to be said for here's Rousey, who's this attractive woman. Men are looking at her, going, "Hey, she's pretty. Oh crap, she will break your arm." Right? Like she's a badass. Where it's like Nunez, like. Nunez is a beautiful wife and a, and a new baby and everything. It's like, wait a minute. I don't like, like a lot of guys are still can't wrap their brain around the whole thing. Like, wait a minute. I'm, I can't, I can't fully objectify her. Hold on. How do I do this? We'll figure we're, out a way. Yeah. Don't worry. Oh, wait, we got a Venezuelan Vixen. Let's go. I understand this game. Yeah. But the, you know, the, the Rousey fight similar to, you know, like Tyson back in the day, you know, it was quick and aggressive and you had to you had to sit and watch immediately because you had to see how that fight was going to end you could not take your eyes off the tv and hopefully you know that's the direction we're headed back in because i think uh the not avid ufc fan right like the guy like me who watches it because it's on or i'll go out with the boys and watch the watch the fights or you're hosting uh, it or i'm hosting it uh <laughs> you know i i don't necessarily appreciate the technical side of it the, that component of it what I do appreciate is watching somebody get their teeth kicked in in like 30 seconds. Right. You know, so I, I think uh, if they can find a way to kind of duplicate that, find that real dominance, that that aggression. And that's the thing about what we saw last night in 269 is that there is, like both of you said, there has to be this next evolution of the UFC where if McGregor's done, if John Jones is done, we know Ronda's done. What is going to make people want to go and either watch an event somewhere locally or they want to actually fork up the money and pay for it? It's hard for me, and you and I, all three of us like the UFC. It's hard for me to say, okay, if you give me these three fights, I'll guarantee you I'll buy all three. And you can't say McGregor. You can't say Jones. You can't. That's hard. Now, this, this is something I say, okay, I can get a rematch. And let's also remember this. Two things really important about Ronda. Levesque, you said this, that when you looked at Ronda Rousey, it's, I don't think I've ever faced more heat for a take on this. And I'll bring it back now for the podcast audience. Ronda Rousey did not get popular because of her fight inside the Octagon. She appeared, uh, let's say, unclothed on the cover of the ESPN body issue. And people said, who the hell is that? Nobody knew who she was until she was naked on the cover of the ESPN body issue. I knew who she was because I, uh, I followed judo in the Olympics. Right. So, like, it was, and the second thing is. I definitely knew who she was after that, though. Holly, Holm, Holly Holm had a horrible mistake when Holly Holm said, I'm a fighter. I'm going to do what I want. I'll fight anybody, anytime, anywhere. No. She should have waited for the rematch with Ronda and taken a big, fat stack of cash. Hopefully, Juliana Pena says, I'm going to take my rematch with Nunez and take a big old payday. Well, you That's know, you know every other woman is sharpening their knives right now. They're like, wait, I don't have to go through Nunez to get that belt? Yes. I want that damn belt. Well, and as, as good as that fight was for the UFC, the other main event was equally bad because they're jumping on board the Dustin Poirier train, and Dustin, just, Dustin Poirier got choked out, which means he won't have the belt. 
which means the next rematch with Connor when Connor's healthy doesn't have as much as much luster on it. And Charles Oliveira, he, he's not he's not a household name for a lot of people. Even though he came in with the belt, he's not a guy that we're all looking around going, that's to do him ruin. They were trying to turn Poirier into something special, and he ruined it last night. 100% totally right. That was his moment. That was his shine. This is it, man. Like, here's the time to pass the baton. To t- all that cliche stuff. He dropped the ball. Dropped the ball. Dropped it, and then got choked. Two rear naked chokes, back to back. How that? How, how, how you let me know? Uh, Levant Gaz. <laughs> Just when he said that, I thought about John Sterling calling the UFC. <laughs> <laughs> Back. You do it. You do it. <laughs> Real naked joke. He took his back, the back, and belly to belly. <laughs> no win for Nunez. Oh, sorry, now I'm just going into like old school, like that's the bee's knees. Um, and I thank you, Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> My compañero, Joe Rogan. <laughs> Can you imagine Joe Rogan and John Sterling chatting it up. <laughs> I bet you, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. That would probably be, I don't know if there's a conversation I want to hear more. It would be uh, entertaining. Well, because I, I think, I feel like that's the level of person that Rogan would show high respect for. And then you, and we all know, like if you're having just a regular conversation with John Sterling, the stuff that he's seen and been a part of and knows when it really comes out, it's like, Damn, I bet you Rogan maybe like slip him a gummy or two, get him nice and loose. Here, put this in with your... Mectin. Right. <laughs> Listen, hey, whatever, man. If it works, I don't care. Line it up. I actually really would love to see that. Me too. To I'm all that. about it now. Look right, that guys live at the Highway Boston. Dan hanging out with us. Uh, guys was like, I'm going to be late. I'm never going to make it. Blah, 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 blah. And he was like 20 minutes early. Uh, he's about at the same time he is when he's not coming in from New York City, for being perfectly honest. <laughs> uh, don't forget, again, go to, uh, go to ESPN.com. Actually, go to all of our social media. And you'll find the links for the Levant Guys Very Bully Bowl Challenge uh, up for grabs. Fabulous prizes, including a happy hour with Gaz and myself, uh, which I'm going to have to pay for because there's no way in hell Gaz is going to pay for it. Um, Fair enough. Or I'm going to try to get Boston <laughs> Dan to pay for it. We'll do it at his house. Um, no, so that's one of the things up there. We have some other cool stuff we're, we'll, we'll give out to the to the best competitors. There's a decent number of people there already, but we could use more and have some more fun with it. Uh, we're doing the one entry. I'm going with the, uh, the sheet of integrity. Good. So... We'll, uh, we'll roll that way. And um, I just – I do want to point out, I don't – like, guys, why did you just write Zion is fat in the show notes? <laughs> That's all he wrote. Like, Zion is fat. This is breaking my heart with Zion Williamson. You know. It's also breaking his ankles. Right. It's fair. It's fair. It's fair. <laughs> I it's not good. It's not love good. Zion Williamson. I've loved him since he was dunking on people in high school. I told you this guy's the next LeBron James, the hype. Everything around him. I've never seen an athlete since LeBron James have the hype that Zion Williamson does. Like he has? Holy hell, Zion. What is going on? We have now reached Greg Oden, Joel Embiid stuff at this point. This Combined. Is, yes. <laughs> they put them together. <laughs> this is season three of Zion Williamson. If you're not following what's happening with Zion, constantly. They keep saying Zion's going to come back, but he's quote-unquote having issues with his feet. His lower body is not responding to the workouts like they hope, which is just code for fat. If you yeah. missed it, there's a report out yeah, there. My, my midsection is not responding to the workouts. I mean, I'm also not doing them, <laughs> yeah. but I thought, I thought just the threat of them would get it to, to react. I believe it's Zach Lowe that there's a report out there that there was That's a situation well. involving Luka Donich and Zion that people had been concerned about Luka over the past few months because Luka had put on weight, and they said Luka had gotten up to 260 pounds now. I'll say Luke is still good. 
is he not as good as the past few years? Is he Larry Bird? Like maybe the hype got too big for Luca, and maybe the American food got too big for Luca. But he seems to be playing fine. There was a report out there, Levac, that Zion had gotten up to three hundred and thirty pounds at six foot six. Shaq at his heaviest was three forty five. Shaq is eight inches on him. You know how big Zion must have been or is right now that his career might be over. Can we just? But can we just? Can we get real with this though? International star. One of the most popular people in the world, probably afraid he was going to be kidnapped, put a little weight, make it more difficult. You know, he's just being proactive. How crazy is the world if if Zion Williamson gets kidnapped? Now, can't do it. Can't carry him off. If you've seen Celtic Pride, by the way, (laughs) very important. (laughs) You never know when Daniel Stern's going to roll up with a BB gun. You never know. It could happen. I would argue this is his way out of New Orleans. Oh, okay. Right, right. He goes goes to the it's NBA. It's gonna be a little harder to get out playing. <laughs> I speak from you experience. Go by two seats, but, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. He goes to New Orleans, enjoys the gumbo a little bit. You know, fills up, and then he goes to LA or right. Boston. No, he's he's gonna have he's he's gotta go to like Utah where there's not a lot of caffeine. You know, everything the diet's better. Hiking. Yeah, you imagine <laughs> he gets to New York and just gets bigger. Yeah. Like he if he starts pizza. If he signs with the Knicks and the Nets, I instantly make a Zion as like Godzilla, <laughs> just eating everything in on like in Times Square. Yeah, that's yeah, right. That's Goz- right. Wait, Godzilla. Wait, let's sit on that for a second. Do you think <laughs> <I'm>, HR? <laughs> what if? Okay, you're a Knicks fan. People listening might be Knicks or Nets fans. Is it too early to say that they made the right call and not going all in on Zion? Like, are Knicks fans thrilled that Zion's on Nick? Because you just said that. Could you imagine what the last two years could have been if Zion Williamson was a New York athlete? Yankee fans can't stand John Carlson, even though he had a good season. Yankee fans get upset. or uh, Nets fans a little bit about Kyrie, depending on who you ask. That, that's a whole different thing. Zion would be the most despised athlete in New York right now if he was a well, Wait a minute, though. Wait a minute. James Harden. Got fat as a house. He pulled the Santa Claus, and then landed in Brooklyn and was and was in perfect shape. Yeah, I mean, you're you're. Why couldn't well, he had Zion? To get three it? strip clubs on the way. Which, but. Well, listen, <laughs> I'll tell you what. If Zion's gonna come to the Knicks and be a dominant player for them, I'll pick him up. We'll hit everyone between here and, and, and New Orleans. <laughs> I don't even go to strip clubs because if I want to give a woman all my money and not get laid, I'll get married again. I'm just saying, if if that's what it takes to get to get the, the blue and orange back to where it needs to be. Road trip. Could we do it like they did it with Sebastian? Will they count the number of stripes on uh, like the, the, the width of the orange on the Knicks logo oh for Zion? That'd be hysterical. Uh, Poor but, CC. God bless you. But CC. the other question, does this happen if he's in New York? Does the New York media allow this to happen? Is it because he's in New Orleans, where he's kind of forgotten about, that he can kind of just yeah, sit he's on He's never forgotten, street? though. He kind of has been, though. It is. Dan, it's a great uh, question because I thought about this. Okay, so if you are New Orleans... If you remember back to when they won the lottery, they celebrated that they won the championship. Yeah. Because if you're a New Orleans Pelicans president, if you're David Griffin who helped the Cavs win the championship, all you want him to do is be out there. Right. Everyone thinks he's going to have the huge dunk, bring down the backboard, being right. entertaining. They Not want him out will. there. But right, yeah. like what the Pelicans have done. backboard. <laughs> what the Pelicans have done now is they just got to come out and say, hey, uh, we're shutting it down. Because what happens now is everybody from the national media to even people here at the hideaway, like us, we look at the story and they're like, Zion is fat. Like, no one is confirming he's not fat. Like, you're you're ruining this guy's career, or they would argue he's ruining it to himself because he can't stop eating. But it feels as if the Pelicans are doing all the damage they can and putting it on Zion rather than maybe the Pelicans doing what they can to defend this guy and say he's our star, he's our future, he's this, he's that. Well, they've, they've almost protected him from himself 
by chalking these injuries up. By I'm just saying, if he's a Nick, if he gets drafted the Knicks, all this happens in New York. There is no way the New York Post that uh, the Michael K show, those guys are not crushing Zion two years ago for this. Oh, for sure. And I think in, in New Orleans, he got away with it. How many times do they have to delete DoorDash from his phone in New York? <laughs> I'm fat. I'm allowed. <laughs> Can you imagine? you imagine like all the local pizza joints? Who's moving in? <laughs> Honey, order the new oven. We're going to, we can afford it after all. <laughs> We're going. We're going big, just like him. Yeah. If, if he's smart, he doubles down on this and starts doing advertising for local restaurants. I'm saying he already, <laughs> sounds like if he's up to 3 30, he's already doubled down. <laughs> That's already happened. Uh, he's all over Bourbon Street. He's just gumbo, <laughs> and some shrimp, some margaritas. When he's all Ooh. over Bourbon Street, he's all over Bourbon Street. All right, come on, go. Zion, get out there. You know what I do? Think? A actually, sit up. actually, I know what the problem is with Mister Zion Williamson. He's probably not sleeping. My dad said he slept like a bear on the train. I don't know if that was a compliment. I could hear you, Dad, on the phone. By the way, I was awake. I'm saying that's probably the pro- maybe your dad needs it too. <laughs> I can help everyone. I can help. I can help CrossFit Kringle. I can help big old Zion. Well, I can't, but Dr. Fred Dreer can. <laughs> 518-885-6185, the Integrated Sleep Center in Boston Spa. That's the answer. You're sleeping better. You got a higher energy level. Your body heals. You can lose weight a little easier. 518-885-6185, Dr. Fred Dreer in the Integrated Sleep Center in Boston Spa. But, Jeff, I don't want to sleep with a mask on. It's not a mask. It's a mouthpiece. It keeps me from grinding my teeth. It keeps my airway open, and it gives me more energy. I feel better about the world. For me, I used it as a chance to eat more because I have more energy to eat. But that's again, it's but but I have that energy. No, it, it's it's completely changed everything. This time of year with the gray, I'd head bob. I'd have to drink a bunch of energy drinks or whatever just to drive home from work. Now sleeping great, feeling great, living better. Two night at home sleep study, custom made mouthpiece just for me, keeps my airway open. Doctor Fred Drew in the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston, Spa. 518-885-6185. 518-885-6185. They could save. They could save Zion. Doctor Drew could save Zion. Save him. Do it, Doc. Please. Save Zion. Could. I, I don't know. Blue and orange. He's a Mets fan. There you go. Doc's yeah. a Mets fan. Just moving down to the Knicks. There you go. There you go. All right. We are live here at the Hideaway. I think it's time for us to do our picks. Dan, you want to do picks with us? Yes, I'm here. All right. Did you uh, did you line these up? Okay, you did. Uh, Dan said no and just left. Just yeah, like walked out. That would be hysterical. That's enough. Well, I lost that bet. Um, <laughs> of course, uh, our, uh, our NFL lines are brought to you by DraftKings. Use the promo code 518 uh, today, week 14, here's our uh, NFL. Uh, this what? NFL, wait, this is week 14 already? This is week 14, believe it or Ooh. not. Uh, going into this week, I am <laughs> a putrid, despicable, 69, nice. 93, and 2. My locks are uh, 6 and 7. Gaz, meanwhile, allegedly is 83, 77, 2, with his locks going 8 and 4. All alleged. I don't believe him. Matter of fact, those locks don't even add up. Last we, week's total, six and seven and eight and four. You have one more. You have two and two, and then you have three and one. Oh, that's last week's total. Okay. All right, so two and two for the locks, three and one for the locks, all lies. Guys doesn't want to keep track of it. <laughs> um, so I don't I, I don't believe you. All right, so you guys ready to do these things? Let's do it. Again, remember, our good friends at DraftKings, a proud sponsor, or like at least a sponsor, of LeVac and Guys, promo code 518. Soon, very soon, you can just pick up the phone boop, 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 and make your wagers. Monday. Please start using that Monday because that helps LeVac and I, if you know what I mean. You got to wait till Monday to use it? Yes. Why am I giving it to him today? Monday. <laughs> right, start tomorrow, 518. Okay? Promo code 518. Just write that down somewhere, yeah. please. What do, they, what do they get for that promo code? 
to help their favorite no. people, Levac and Goss. There's actually benefits to it, too. It's Goss. They Goss. didn't tell me yet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's start this thing with, I can't believe this is a 1 o'clock game, the Las Vegas Raiders at Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs laying nine and a half points with a total of 48. Ladies first, Boston Dan, what you got? That hurts. Wow. <laughs> I'm a guest. I'm here to help. And I just get ripped like that. My God. Yes, dear. Oh. Well, uh, nine and a half on a divisional game is crazy to me. I, I, I'd go Raiders with points. I think the Chiefs are going to win, but I just think nine and a half on a divisional game is way too much. I don't like the over. Derek Carr playing good football. I think the uh, if the Raiders are going to put the good fight. I think they lose ultimately, but I think it's closer and a, and a, and a good fight. This Gosh. was this was one of my favorite plays from earlier in the week. I looked at that number. I looked at the Chiefs and said, okay, the Chiefs covered last week. This is a nice play. I'm going to go with the Chiefs. And then as the week progressed, I got scared because a lot of reasons Dan just said. Divisional game. Raiders looking for a bounce back. Uh, Chiefs in that match against the Broncos, they got some benefits from Denver more so than the Kansas City did. I'm going with the Raiders like a seven-point <laughs> win for Kansas City. So I would go Raiders to cover, and I don't feel great about that as I did earlier in the week. Kansas City has transitioned into somewhat of a defensive team this year, um, mainly because other defenses have figured out if I do that too high safety shell, I can keep them in the park, I can frustrate them, and I can I can make them work harder. Um, the Raiders will not do that. Gus Bradley is one of those old-school, stupid a-holes who thinks that I'm going to run my defense, it's your job to beat it. Well, they did, and they will again. Um I want to not do this, but I have to do this. It will go over. It will go over. And the Chiefs will cover. They're going to cover this game. Uh, we went Raiders. He goes Chiefs. I, I mean, I'm, I, 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 I'd like nothing more than to be wrong, but Gus Bradley's going to stay one high safety, and they're in, and they're going to get annihilated deep down the field. They're going to get annihilated. No Darren Waller. Obviously, Henry Ruggs never coming back. Uh, Deshaun Jackson's improved or whatever. And, and, and Derek Carr's got this, like, fixation on Zay Jones, who can't catch a cold. And everyone's sick right now. So uh, I wish I wish I wasn't doing it, but I got to do it. I'll go against my boys. San Francisco 49ers are at the Cincinnati Bengals. San Fran's laying a point and a half with a total of 49. Ogazi Bear. I told you, Levac, I'm boycotting all Niner and Jank games for the rest of the season. Although I will continue to do it, they stick by as the two toughest teams to figure out. Boy, I hate everything about this game. Because Cincinnati has looked like some of the best teams in the NFL at points and some of the worst teams at the NFL at this point. They're different teams every week. I'm going with San Francisco just because Garoppolo has never lost his starting job this year. I think at this point of the season, how many people would have believed Garoppolo would have been the quarterback of the Niners by week 14? Not a lot. Lance got hurt. Garoppolo, Niners. Uh, I think Debo's healthy, and I don't feel like I trust Joe Burrow's pinky at this moment. I'll go with the Niners. I'll lay the point in half. Boston, Dan? Give me Cincinnati. I, I think, All right. I, you know, to switch it up a little bit here, I you know, I think – They've had a little cold spell. I think they're due for a bounce back. They're bound to heat up a little bit here. The NFC, the AFC North is going to get interesting with Baltimore, Cle- Cleveland being what they are. I think there's a little bit of something going on in Cincinnati. I don't love Garoppolo. I think the, the 49ers are still lacking that piece. So uh, I'll, if this is Burrow versus Garoppolo, give me Burrow. Give me an injured Burrow. I, I like him. All right, Jacksonville at Tennessee. Tennessee laying eight and a half points with a total of 44. I do not believe in Tennessee but I really don't believe in Urban Meyer, who called out his entire coaching staff. Uh, I'll go ahead. I'll, I'll, for the first time this year, I'll take Tennessee. I'll lay the eight and a half points. This is the toilet bowl. Just flush this game. Dan, I'm going to let you go next because I have something I want to say interesting about this game. I'm, give me Urban. Give me Meyer. Really? I think uh, this is the type of game where Tennessee's going to look past it a little bit. 
I think everybody thinks what happened this week with the coaches uh, and the receiver there, I can't think of his name at the moment, uh, you know, we kind of kicked him out, and then the Robinson stuff comes out, and Lawrence and Meyer Marvin Jones. Yep, Marvin Jones. Jones. Yep, right, right. So I think this type of game where everybody is saying what Jeff just said, and they're saying, ah, Jacksonville's out. It's catastrophe. There's too much, too much going on. Give me Jacksonville. I think yeah. I think there's they're going to come up against it. They're going to win a couple games throughout the year. They're not a great football team, but they're going to win a couple. And I think this is one where it's a divisional game again. So I don't think there's necessarily those are up. Those are coin flips to me. And I think that uh, Tennessee might be looking past them just a touch. Right. Right. We've had fun about the Titans this year because of our friends over at Johnstone Supply and Troy. The holiday <laughs> season is now here. You're hosting your friends. You're hosting your family at your house. Is it ready to go? Is the furnace updated? The Goodman Furnaces, or as Levac likes to call them, the, the John Goodman Furnaces. John Goodman yeah. Furnaces. Please request nice. for John Goodman's face to be on the side of your furnace. Please. Our guy Tom might do it. He came by. He was under the orange with us on Friday, having a great time. The social, the stash is out in full force. He was having a great time. Great people you want to work with when you're updating your home, whether it is your furnace, you want to make sure it's good to go. Maybe it's something like changing the air filters. Maybe you just got to want to make sure your heating system is good to go. Or like me, who didn't have anything in his nest systems across his house, took off all the batteries and everything was expired. Tom made sure, guys, you have a child in your home. You need those things. They're important. Stop over to Johnstone Supply on 6th Avenue in Troy right now to make sure you're ready to go for this holiday season. Check them out on Facebook as well. Again, 6th Avenue, 518-272-5922. Look at that. I know the number by heart because... We love our guys at Johnstone Supply and Troy. 518-272-5922. Say what's up to George, Tom, Kemp, James. This holiday season, your spot, 6th Avenue in Troy to help you this holiday season. He is a Titan fan. I'm with Dan on this one. The Jags, because of those reasons, divisional game number eight. Eight and a half is a bizarre number, right? We're it's used a big to the number. Right? For, for a team on Tennessee, no Derrick Henry. You know, you don't know what you have in Tannehill still 10 years later. That's a big number. Seven and a half we get, three and a half, like nine and a half. We kind of know the numbers we're going to see. Eight and a half is a bizarre number. And like you said, uh, the last time Herb was in the news, the situation involving the female, Jacksonville won two games in a row. Maybe Herb likes to be in the controversy. Herb was in the what? He was in the, what was he in? Controversy? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Knuckle deep? <clears throat> Just couldn't put his finger on what was wrong with the team at that point. Mm -hmm. No, because he was busy. Uh, all right, let's move on uh, live from the hideaway for now. Um, the Baltimore Ravens at the Cleveland Browns. Browns are laying three with a total of 43 and a half. This is my first lock of the day. Lock it up. Give me the Ravens. Ravens plus points in this game. Uh, this The North loves to be a three-point league anyway. Like they, They're just all about it. I think the Ravens are too good to be getting a full field goal from Cleveland. I'll take the Ravens. Something is stinky about this game, LeVac. Whether it's Connor's diaper, whether it's Rex's diaper, this is the diaper game of the week. Gaza's diaper. I'm going to go with the Ravens as well because I love divisional dogs. It's the biggest change I've made here. I love when the team's getting points like those games Dan was just talking about. But this one, why is Baltimore not favored? I, I just don't get it. Because Baltimore is not playing as well as they did. I know Lamar Jackson over the last six games has more picks than touchdowns. This game feels really fishy to me. I'm going to take Baltimore, but I feel like I'm going to get bit on that one. Yeah, I'm with you. I This makes no sense. And for that reason, as somebody who's gotten burned as a gambler, give me Cleveland. I, there, there is, this is begging you to take Baltimore, right? This is how is this? A, this is a no-brainer. You have to go Baltimore. So give me Cleveland. Hopefully Baker's a little bit back to himself. Hopefully he's healthy. Uh, hopefully there's a lot that goes right for Cleveland. This is purely suspicion on my part. There is something up with this line, but I'll give me Cleveland. 
Does that scare you, LeVac? No, because remember, they opened as a one-point dog. It got bet this way. 98% of the money was on Cleveland from the rip. I think everybody thought, oh, great, let's go get it. Also, I mean, there are stats. I could make the argument Cleveland should be the favorite in this one. Like, Baltimore has the worst sack differential in the NFL, minus 17. (laughs) They've been sacked 17 more times than they've sacked the other team. Offensive lines banged up. I just, this is, you give me Baltimore in, in this game. I think Baltimore owns Cleveland. I get points. Lock it up. Lock it up. I, I feel better knowing that you guys don't like it. Uh, Atlanta Falcons at the Carolina Panthers. Panthers lane, two and a half points, total of 41. You want to go first, guys? My, Let's see your hands up. Yes, my first. <laughs> sorry, I got excited about this because it's my first lock so far. I like Atlanta in this one. I feel like as if the Falcons have been on a bunch of my locks this season because they're such an inconsistent franchise. But I'm a Joe Brady guy. I watched Joe Brady lead one of the best offenses in college football history. No McCaffrey, no quarterback. DJ Moore is the best wide receiver. So Matt Rule said, get the hell out. You don't go from being an all-time great coordinator in a small small window, I get that, to being fired. I think they're going to get exposed today, and Atlanta's going to take advantage of that. Give me the Falcons. Bad move firing Joe Brady. Boston, Dan? Yeah, I was Atlanta, and I think the reason I was Atlanta is I think Carolina gets one step closer to Kenny Pickett. Right now, they're picking ninth if the season ended today. A loss to Atlanta gets them a little closer. So I, I think this is called this the uh, the Kenny Pickett swing game. I think Carolina loses and just gets closer to taking that quarterback, first quarterback off the board. Not so fast, my friend. Uh, give me, give me the Panthers. I think, I think what you're seeing here is Rule wanted to run the football more, especially when he brought Cam Newton back. Brady wasn't listening. He's got to run the football. This is the Chuba Hubbard because nobody can throw it. This is the Chuba Hubbard game. Chuba, so Chuba, 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 Chuba. So I'll take the Panthers. I'll uh, I'll lay the two and a half points. They win this thing, and it's Matt Ryan one step closer to being in Pittsburgh, is what it is. Whoa, that's, that's what it's all about. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys are laying six and a half at Washington Football Team. Uh, total of forty eight. Danny Boy, oh Danny Boy, what you got? Yeah, this game stinks this as game. well. This as a Giants fan. Oh God. If there's ever a place for a uh, plane to go down, it's the FedEx field tonight. <laughs> Countdown to canceled, by the way. Soon, maybe to be a part of Godzilla Media. Uh, no, I, I give me Dallas. They're they're gonna win. They're gonna they're gonna get they're gonna get things right. But I gotta tell you, Washington played really good football recently. Uh, Tyler Heineke's played really well. Uh, I think they're getting better. But I, Dallas is going to outpower them. Dallas will get the win. My, my favorite play of week 14 is the Dallas Cowboys this week. I love Dallas in this game. I got this game at four and a half earlier in the week, and I'm glad I did. I got that two points. As you just said, LeVac has got up to six and a half now. Four and a half felt a lot better. The Washington football team is covered in their last four games, and a lot of those have been victories, I believe. Outright money line wins for the football team. It ends today. They can't stop Dak Prescott. Dallas is getting healthy again. And I think Mike McCarthy's a little pissed off where it's like, hey, 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 I know Kellen Moore beat him on the, the Saints. I know I'm good too. Look how good I am over here. Washington exposed. Dallas rolls today over Washington. Real quick, if Mike McCarthy takes this game as the game he needs to separate himself, give me Washington. <laughs> if that's if Mike McCarthy, if this is the game where he's like, I'm gonna outsmart so- everybody. The hammer Washington. <laughs> this is a lock of mine. And you know how much I, I like and respect Mike McCarthy, who did guarantee a victory today. Um, there's a couple little things going on. Guarantee a victory. Ron Rivera says that's not smart. Uh, Dallas flew in their own heated benches. They flew in their heated sideline benches, which the fact that Dallas owns heated sideline benches inside in Dallas is very intriguing to me. But they did it because I guess Seattle said the, the heated benches kept going out. 
and they weren't they he couldn't warm their tuchuses. That's Red Hour back at <laughs> right, <laughs> right. So flew in your own heated seats. I think Gaz is honestly. I think McCarthy is trying to push and prove that he's not a moron, which could make it worse. But I'm I'm locking this one up. I two bet it earlier in the week. I bet it again at minus six and a half Ooh. under a touchdown. I feel good about it. I do. Lock number two for me. Dallas Cowboys. I'll lay the six and a half. Seattle Seahawks minus nine and a half at Houston. Total of 40.5. Low total, high spread. Any team other than Houston led by Davis Mills, I take the points. Davis Mills, long neck, no skill. He scored double digits once as a quarterback, his team. Every other single digits. Seattle wins this thing like 20 to three. Give me the Seahawks. Spot on. A lot of stuff totally agree with. I was going to go as even as far as say, why is Davis Mills even in the NFL? I think that's a little too much, but I said it anyways. I, Seattle wins this. <laughs> yeah, the Giants future quarterback, Russell Wilson. By the way. <laughs> ah. I mean, it's it's not it's not impossible. Yeah, it's Seattle. And Seattle and all the points. Right. <laughs> Just keep it going. I don't know. If, like, I might bet the under and lay 10 points. Like <laughs> yeah. that's, how, that's how bad that team is. Uh, all right. So the, the, the other 1 o'clock game is a New York game. So we'll get to that in a second. Uh, four o'clock. You've got Detroit at Denver, minus eleven for Denver. Forty-two is the total, guys. You bear. Oh man! After the Lions win last week, you feel like everyone wants the story to come back. The Lions go with a second one, and every. I'm gonna go with Denver just because, as sad as this is, Detroit is still reeling off their victory last week. Single victory. I will take Denver to not get embarrassed and lose to the Lions. This is the Broncos. Uh, Dan. Uh, 11 points is a ton. Yeah. I, I cannot yeah. I cannot go Denver. If this game is Denver minus seven, Denver seven and a half, I'm going Denver. I think 11 is too much I for that Denver team. I, I wouldn't be shocked if Detroit wins this thing outright. I really wouldn't. I think I think Dan Campbell has his guys marching in the same direction. I really they're not that good. Right. A lot of them are hurt. They're tripping all themselves. Like it's not, it's not. It's got to say it's not good. <laughs> but I don't know if Denver's very good. I think Denver's okay. Yeah. I mean, it's not good. Actually. Jared Goff is the best quarterback in this game. That's saying something. I you, hate that Josh, little handed yeah. dude. Yeah, like come on. So like high three to him. Um, let's let's go. Uh, let's go. Let's let's go ahead and do uh, Sunday Night Football. The Chicago Bears at the Green Bay Packers. The Pack laying eleven with a total of forty three. I'm gonna. I'll I'll start. I'll start. Pack. Aaron Rodgers owns the Bears. I think he's what twenty five and three or some crap against them in his career. Give me the pack. I'll lay the points. Our pal John Ding Ying, yeah. part of the Hideaway Big Bears fan. I've joked around with him. What has it been two months since I really felt like I picked the Bears in our pick segment every week? This is the most I've ever loved Chicago. Dan uh, and John Daniel and Levesque. I love Chicago to cover for these reasons. Wow. Divisional game. I got a weird number 12. Well, you said it was 12 and a half? Minus 11. Oh, minus 11. Okay, so there's an action yeah. going on in Chicago. This was yeah. a 12 and a half one earlier in the week. And Green Bay right now, heading into week 14, is the team that has covered the most against the spread at 10 and 2 this season. That stops. People figure it out. Chicago keeps it close. I disagree. I, yeah. And I'm usually not for divisional games with a big point spread. Right. But the gap between Green Bay and Chicago is just massive. Especially Green Bay's figured out how to use A.J. Dillon. Getting more out of that pride of Boston College kid, and and I think that Green Bay is gonna, I, yeah, they're gonna crush Chicago. It's yeah, not it's not good. It's not. It's not good. It's not good. This game's over by halftime. Yeah. Uh, Monday Night Football: The Rams at the Cardinals. Cardinals two and a half point favorite. Fifty one and a half is the total. 
Uh, oh my god, this is another one similar we talked about earlier in the I'm week. Just, I've never heard somebody make those noises with their pants on before. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> we, we mentioned the Chiefs Raider game that I thought, okay, if this was we were wagering on a Tuesday or a Wednesday, I would have loved this game because it feels like this should be LA's game, like in similar fashion to the Chiefs. Have we really had the big time? This is LA's moment, maybe against the Buccaneers earlier on where we really said Super Bowl contender for the Rams. Since then, it's been not the same Rams team we hope to see. Arizona, what do they have to do to prove to people that they are the number one team Get in the NFL? Get a quarterback and go ride a roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking the Rams. I'm taking the Rams because it seems like the Rams need this game more yes, than you Arizona. You turned the hell yeah, out of me. I know. Yeah. I think it's L.A. I feel like they're going to show up. What do you finally. got, Dan? You, so I, the I Godzilla, love the Rams. I'm taking the Cardinals. <laughs> uh, the Godzilla Media Fantasy uh, League. I need Cooper Cup and Matthew Stafford to go off. So this is 100% bias. I'm taking the Rams. Uh, but from a other side, with the Rams have to figure a running game out. They, they have to figure out how to control the ball. Uh, they've got a good old line. Whitworth turned 40 years old, I think, today. Uh, so they, they've got to figure out how to run it if they're going to be a real threat moving forward. Uh, but strictly because I want to crush uh, – who am I playing? Ryan? You're playing Sean Martin of the Sean, M&M and M&M Cross Sport Park. Yes. yes. So I want to crush them. Uh, so I, I need need Stafford and Cooper Cup to go off today, so tomorrow morning, tomorrow night. So I give uh, me the Rams. Let's do it. I wish I got into that league. Um, all right. So I'm, I'm <laughs> going. No, I'm not. <laughs> not anymore. I'm not. Um, Rams. So this is the thing, right? We keep talking about how the Arizona Cardinals aren't getting respect. That is the narrative nationwide in sports talk now. So they are getting respect. Like people are starting to buy into them and literally buy into them. But this is still the spread. I think this is what you're seeing. The Rams are actually the better team, and they will prove it tomorrow night. All right, into the three New York games. One o'clock today, the New Orleans Saints minus five and a half at the New York Jets. Forty-two and a half is the total. Who wants to take a first swing at this steaming pile of crap? You said Jets Saints is the first one we're leading off with? Yeah, for one okay. o'clock. I just I got something to complain about here out of the gates here. All right. The Hideaway. This is the game, by the way, to halftime. We'll be giving away our prize. We've got some Godzilla Media gear. You're entered a chance for a win here. The NFL, two weeks ago, had all the New York teams in the 1 o'clock window. Mm-hmm. All of them. The mm-hmm. Giants, the Bills, and the Jets were all scheduled to be in the 1 o'clock window. And within the week, they just moved two of these games to the 430 window. So, how dare you, NFL, not consult with us here at the Hideaway before moving your games. Anyways. Uh, I like the over in this game because that's you know that we're sponsored by DraftKings promo code 518. Yeah. Yeah. How dare you? So give me the over in this game. That's what's going to be fun about. Who's going to win it though? Uh, Five and a half points. I want the lock is the over, but I will take the Jets in this to cover because this Jet defense is weird to say this, that Robert Sala can't stop the run. They've allowed the most rushing yards fantasy wise. Now I need to pause there because you think it's two running backs. but What the hell do you count Taysom Hill as? So it could be a high-scoring game. If you've got Taysom Hill, you consider starting him. How dare you, Bryce, do that against me in the Godzilla Media League this week. High-scoring game, Jets, Saints over, Jets cover. Yeah, I like the Jets, too. I think uh, think there's just too much going on in New Orleans right now. I think Zach Wilson maybe takes another step maturity-wise. So this game sucks. It's it's, (laughs) it's really not good. Um, So I'll take the lesser of two evils, and I think the – I think the Jets are in a better place right now than the Saints. Taysom Hill's injury is similar to that of what Russell Wilson had that cost him a couple weeks, right? I think that's a good thing. 
because he's not going to throw the football because he shouldn't. He is. He's a running back. He's an option. He's a single wing quarterback. If if he's even a quarterback, I was on the fence. I was thinking Jets all week. You guys both are Jets. I'll lay the points with the Saints. I will. One step closer to ruining the career of some defensive lineman for the Jets as they continue to steam up the board with their uh, with their two picks, which will be like you know at that by the time the draft went three and four. So so give me. I'll take the Jets. Uh, the over is interesting to me, but I'm not going to touch that, my friend. I would probably go under if I was going to touch it. I'm not going to touch it. Four o'clock, the New York football Giants at the Chargers. Chargers laying nine, 43 and a half is the total. Boston Dan in the conundrum of all conundrums is actually a Giants fan. Can your boys win or dare I say keep it within nine? No. No. <laughs> not even close. But look, Mike Lennon's not the guy. You know, he, oh he no, can't. no. Uh, you know, I, no, I, it's I, weird that Daniel Jones is out with neck strain, and the guy replacing him has the longest neck, longer than Mills. <laughs> right, somehow, right, barely. Right. Uh, no, I, I, I would love to sit here and take the Giants. I would love it if the Giants win. The Chargers are just a way better football team all around, and the you know the Giants aren't gonna, they're not gonna travel well. It's not gonna go well. Gazi Bear, I'll be polite about the Giants because Dan did nice. He sent me a nice message. Said, "Guys, easy on my Giants." For God. I already got the flamethrower out the last time with the hideaway. Yeah, and, yeah that's yeah. right. Uh, I'll just go with the Chargers. You, know, you guys get the matchup. Herbert's better. Eckler, everybody. Chargers, Chargers. That's a play. <sighs> yeah, I want that. I want to take those nine points so bad, so so bad. Chargers are a good team. They'll prove it. Giants, maybe next year. Uh, probably not. <laughs> Could be Russell right. Wilson, maybe. Yeah, well, even then, who's protecting him? Um, Russell Wilson. All right, here, here we go. It is the uh, the final game that we're going to pick today live from the Hideaway. Techie Fire and Water Restoration Facebook page, Hideaway's Facebook page, Godzilla Media's YouTube, and anywhere you get your podcast. We can actually be heard through those small little speakers that you get in your Christmas tree ornament where you're clicking on and it plays music. You can also hear us. That's not accurate. Come right, come right through it. <laughs> How it works at my house. Uh, I'm going to go last on this one because this is a double lock for me. You got the Bills at the Bucks. Bucks are laying three and a half. The total is 52 and a half. Guys, it's your favorite team. Why don't you lead us off with the Buccaneers? This you know how stubborn, is Sparta. <laughs> you know how stubborn I get about my preseason picks? This is a Super Bowl preview. Why? Ooh. Because they bet that in August, and I'm not going to rip up my ticket until it doesn't happen. The Bills had an opportunity last week to prove that they were the best team in the AFC. Now, that didn't happen, but we'll see if that game changes the day after Christmas when they get the rematch with the Patriots. You look across the NFC, maybe the Bucs haven't played the best, but is there a team you trust more in the NFC than Tampa? I think the answer to that is no. I will take Tampa in this game. Bills in. I love the mob. How can I trust them when their quarterback is part of like two to three of the biggest cheating scandals in the history of football? Do you trust them? Do you trust them to win? (laughs) That might be a better way. He might be the MVP favorite right now. My Buccaneers beat the bills and cover in this game danny boy so uh the bill this is the end of the bills mafia it's <laughs> over the patriots exposed them last week Whoa. they exposed sean mcdermott as the turd that he is oh my god and it is over the bills don't win another game this season whoa it's over chalk it up bills are done uh the, the, the wow. bills were taken behind the shed last week and they were exposed it's over I um I was I was gonna say something and I decided it didn't sound the way I wanted to sound. I was gonna choose my words more carefully, but I'm gonna say it anyway. The bills were blown behind the shed <laughs> by the wind. Oh, oh. <laughs> the way they the way they reacted after that game. Was so you not- you think that not only will the Bills lose today at Tampa, 
They lose next week at home against the Panthers at New England, home against the Falcons, and home against the Jets. I, I think <laughs> they don't, have, not a, look they at they don't have a winning record through the rest of the season. All right. I don't they agree. They lose more than they win. This is I, what I would share your social media accounts with the Bills Mafia come after you, but I won't do that because <laughs> your family is here, and that's not the right thing. Bills Mafia has been way too busy celebrating and jumping through tables because not only will they cover, which is a lock, they're going to win this game outright. No. Minus three and a half. I get plus three and a half with the Buffalo Bills. Worst case, it should have been a point and a half. And over 52 and a half. Tampa Bay can score. Bills will score. Bills can throw. The weather's going to be beautiful. It's not going to be the there were it, there were field goals. The Bills are masses kicking. They're going they're like blown away. It's like it's it was like playing paper football as a kid. That the Bills will win this game today. That is a lock. Over 52 and a half points. Lock. This is going to be a shootout. This is going to be a fun game. You don't run against Tampa anyway. So who cares if the Bills can't run the football? Josh Allen's going to get busy today. Tom Brady's going to get busy in return, but he's also going to get pressure by that front four of Buffalo. Give me the Buffalo Bills and the over. Lock, 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 lock it up. Lock it up. Boom, boom. Lock it up. Lock, lock. Wish this game was at 1 o'clock. You're watching here with the hideaway with us. Come on, NFL. Lock it up. I mean, it's only for something. It's not like you haven't been home in three days. Your wife will be fine. (laughs) You can stay here all day. That's right. You can do it. Lock it up. Double lock. Pew, pew. Bills Mafia. Well, that guy got another lock for you. Lock it up. Well, this. A late lock. Jared Lozier over at Northeastern Insurance. Lock him up. 2022. You're looking to lock up your business. The things that are important to you in your life. Maybe your car. Whatever you need. He's going to shop around the market to find the best price for you for the things that are most important in your life. Do you want to make sure insured? Northeastern Insurance does that. And this holiday season, no matter when, Jared will get back to you. I promise you that. I had his face right in front of my face. And he said it right into the camera. They that kissed. he looked, that, that didn't happen. But he will promise to take care of you and your insurance needs. So many people just lock in their insurance every year and realize, okay, I'm just paying that price. Don't do that. When you're budgeting for 2022, at least contact Jared to find out how you can save money for the entire year. His email, J-A-R-E-D-L at N-E-Mail.com. J-A-R-E-D-L at N-E-Mail.com. And if you want to give him a call today, his number is available right here below on our ticker. So watch the video, find his number, give him a call. Or if you're listening on Apple, Spotify, in your other audio platforms, you just click our episode description, and boom, there's Jerry's info. Make sure you always continue to check that out with cool things coming up, like our promo code for DraftKings starting Monday, 518. Use it, sign up, and all that good stuff. Cindy, our friend over at Howard Hanna, and more. You can have that happen right there on your audio podcast description. Jared's coming through now. Here it comes. There's, look, there it is right there. there it is. There's Jared's number. Call him right now. I saw your number um, and then hang up quick. <laughs> and remember, he did say that like he was going to donate to your uh, to your kid's uh, college fund if people walked up and pulled him by the shirt and said, insure me and got a quote. So there you Please go. Please do that. All right, uh, Dan, you don't, have to, you don't have to put it down. You're going to say goodbye. Right. The ultimate right. Irish goodbye. Yeah. What a- <laughs> <laughs> That's right. While we're taping right. it and slow that. <laughs> That's Dan's way of saying, I see Connor's getting fussy. I need to go over and see my son before my wife slaps me in the head in front of everyone. Um, uh, again. All right. So uh, next one, Tuesday, uh, Techies Tuesday. Yeah. So this is kind of how the schedule f- closes out for 2021. Techies Tuesday. We're back. Techies Fire and Water Restoration. Then we are back here at the Hindaway next Sunday in our final show of 2021. We close out the year at Mohawk Honda. If some of you are looking for the Christmas show on our audio platform, that will come out on the week of the 20th. If you want to watch it before it's back out on the 20th, 
The weekend of the 20th will be out on the 23rd. Head over to Facebook, YouTube, and you can watch it before it hits the audio side. All right, so we're here at the hideaway. We're going to be giving away fabulous prizes the uh, end of the first half of the, the Jets-Saints uh, game. So make sure you get in here and hang out. Like, great crowd here today already, but still tables available. So get in here. Get yourself some amazing food, some ice cold drinks, and uh, and watch some awesome NFL action. Well, and, and the Jets. Um, Jets-Saints. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's going to be a shootout, Chatty. Get ready. Lock in. It is. I, I would love to see the Jets win this game. Points, baby. I would love to see the Jets win this game. I just hate to say. I I just I feel I I feel like there's something going on behind the scenes with Taysom Hill and and Peyton that we don't know about. I feel like it's like he's like a, his adopted son or a long lost child or something, and he feels bad about it. So he just keeps. No, you can be a quarterback. Fine. No, all right, fine. You can be a, you can be a quarterback. It's like, but I'm not good. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I want in on that conspiracy. I want a 30 for 30. What right. the hell happened between Taysom Hill and Sean? And why is he keeping it in a contract every year? Right, right. He just keeps rewriting it. It's, like, it's almost like he's got, but I also have this videotape, Dad. Like, you know, it's, it's just the whole thing. All right, so get over to the hideaway. We, uh, we'd love to hang out with you guys and, and watch some football, uh, eat some amazing food. Actually, I'm starving. I'm about to eat some amazing food. Um, have a great day. We will. I just thought we got like a, oh, uh, we got an angry from Corey. We got an, an angry comment. It's Corey. So who knows what Corey's mad about? Matt, Matt also asked, when is mobile betting going live? We trust us. We will tell you as soon as it goes live. It's legal now. It's legal for them to do it now. They're just hiring out the details of how it's going to happen. So um, everything I'm hearing is is right before the Super Bowl. So we should be able to actually. So if that's if that's when I'm hearing stuff like that, it could be. It could be before the playoffs. Yeah, and I'll say this. If DraftKings is now partnering with us, let's say it's more yeah. likely sooner than later. And they called us. We didn't call them, okay, So because we didn't take that answer. All right, everybody, have a great day. We'll, uh, <laughs> we'll talk to you Tuesday from uh, Tech East Tuesday. Peace out, Girl Scouts.